Hey everybody, Mike, Tim, and Bonnie here from the Vox Podcast. Welcome to the show. We're going to try something a little different. Um, we get we get a lot of feedback and questions emailed into us or or um, you know tweeted to us or whatever. And um, and so usually what we do is we kind of do a, a, a we call it a mailbag episode where it's us just plowing through questions and it's three or four at a time or whatever. But we thought we would break these up into like just question specific episodes and release, try to release one a day. So instead of being an hour and a half of, of us wrestling with three questions, we're going to try to get through five questions um, over the next five episodes. And they're really, we won't count them as episodes per se, but they'll be probably 10 to 15 minutes each, hopefully, if Bonnie and Tim don't talk too much. So, Especially Tim. Um, Yes, especially I've Tim. got a lot but, to say. Um, but before before we dive in, Tim, Tim is sporting. I mean, I I, I just wish. I mean, seriously, you could be a model for LL I was Bean. Say, Tim looks really good today. Yeah, really LL good. Bean. <laughs> yep. And we're and I think and I think I like the way you said that, Bonnie, because it's surprising. <laughs> there was a, some surprise <laughs> in your voice. I didn't mean it like that. I meant that's how it came out. I felt Tim it came looks out all right today. <laughs> yep. That's not how I yep. Meant it. Yep. Now, Bonnie, uh, you have some big news because what is today? Today is Tattoo Day. Tattoo Day. Yes. Now, Bonnie, there is a specific Levitical prohibition. I know about against that. getting tattoos, and so how is it that you, a Bible translator, uh, feel comfortable enough to get a tattoo? <laughs> I think you that, just want to explain was, that was the, to the old audience. covenant, and mm -hmm. uh, we're in a new day. Really? Yep. That's is that true <laughs> for for? for is that true for not murdering too? Is that how that works? No, Erie, that <laughs> um, is different. Okay, so what's the tattoo of? And if I can ask, where is it going? It's going on my wrist, on the of inside. Oh, what? In Hebrew? No. Is it Hebrew? No, it is not even biblical. What? I know. So not uh, only, not Harry only, <laughs> although, although, yes, it's the, it it's the, is Harry Potter. <laughs> it is the Deathly Hallow side. Oh, no, no, it is a watercolor. I'm going to show it to you. Okay. Because I'm very excited because Bonnie was holding out some mystery for us. I know, us. but Tim guessed it because y'all are sitting here going, oh yeah, I'm making fun of it. So now I'm like, uh, excuse you. Uh, listen, um, I'm not making fun of it. I'm I love serious. Harry Potter, first of all, but also. Yep. I love uh, the power of story oh, and boy. creativity, and that's really important that's to me. That's how you justify it. In the that's work I do. That's how you justify it. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. So I'm looking at... But well, not yeah. that squiggle. Do you see that squiggle? Not that. Yeah, no squiggle. You have enough natural squiggles that you don't need <laughs> as you're approaching 40. You know what? So it's the, <laughs> the sketch of his glasses. And yes. lightning bolt, but with watercolor. Oh, I like and it. And you got okay. a, you got a good artist that can do the watercolor part. Yes, I did. I stalked them on Instagram, and this is Austin. So, this is Dude, basically my rite of passage stuff. for being an Austin resident and a turning pastoral 40. presence, and not turning forty. <laughs> I love it. I think we all go through a midlife crisis, Bonnie, and we just want to say welcome. We just want to say welcome to the club. Um, do you? I don't think you have a tattoo, do you, Erie? I'm not. Hey, and if, even if I did, I'm not telling. You could get it no, on your head. 
I don't. I've thought about tattooing hair. Um, <laughs> hair Mike's plugs. got a little, uh, Mike's got a little peekaboo tattoo on his lower back. <laughs> you know what, Tim? You were not supposed to see that. I was <laughs> just Will, and I was just Wilson looking out over the fence. <laughs> Tim, do you have no. a tattoo? Oh, I good lord, yes. Three. Oh, yes. So, what do you got, Stafford? I got Let's my wedding ring. Okay. Mm. Nice. Right. I've got my uh, college tattoo, the obligatory college tattoo with Ooh. First John four eighteen. Yeah. Then I've got some the my, my infamous Pearl Jam stripes. Yes, tattoo that's on my leg. the one. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't lead with that, my friend. That he was, was saving the best incredible. for last. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first question we got was, and, and I forget I forget the young man's name. Forgive me. But he asked if we would uh, talk about some of the most influential books on our journey and um, and kind of share those. And so uh, because this is hitting us fresh, uh, there is no prep time. So Tim's looking up at the ceiling. Bonnie is looking at her library. Uh, I'll go ahead. And what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go popular level books. Oh. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Well, I know, Bonnie, you'll do all your friends. Um, and, uh, but I'm going to do popular level. If you want an academic level, we can do that, but I'm just going to, I'm going to read it, assume like not everybody has the time or interest to read academic work. But, um, so, so number one for me, number one, most influential book. I've read it three times. It is thick. It is, it is, it is the prime rib of Christian theology for me. It is Dallas Willard, The Divine Conspiracy. Oh, that's a good one. That, that one blew, it blew my mind. It turned everything upside down. And I finally felt like I started following Jesus after I read that book. I finally Mm. understood, um, what, what the project was, um, that Jesus was up to. So I cannot recommend that enough. That is a, that is a really thick book to get into. And it's like sentences read like paragraphs, paragraphs read like pages and pages read like dissertations. It is absolutely brutal. (laughs) All right, Tim, what do you got? Give us one. The first book I think of that I have read multiple, multiple times was The Screwtape Letters. That had a profound effect on me, but it's had a profound effect on me at different seasons of life. So if you're not not familiar with that, this is C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. Written in the what? collection of letters. uh, Written in the 40s or 50s. Yeah. It was a collection of letters from a, a senior level demon to a demon in training, like an uncle to a nephew. And helping him with his, like, dealing with his subject or his person that he's kind of, uh, it's kind of like the idea of guardian angels, but reversed. <laughs> that sounds but good. I, I, I haven't read it. It's it's amazing. And oh, it's had Bonnie. a bit, huge effect on me at different times. I'm writing oh, these Bonnie. down. Well, I've read yours, right. Eerie. I didn't read that one because it was the same reason I didn't read Harry Potter until my adulthood even though it was c.s lewis yeah it was the demon so that was a no-no okay okay all right sorry sorry you couldn't read the gospels then either but okay (laughs) um all right bonnie you got one i do uh and i went popular for this one too um searching for sunday by rachel held evans Especially for our listeners, I think it's a good book that gives you permission to look back on your church upbringing and take what's good and forgive what hurt. Um, and it, it gave uh, me a lot of permission to do that. 
Um, Got it. So that was that was a breath of fresh air for me. Excellent. Yeah. I'm gonna go with another C.S. Lewis. I'm gonna go with Mere Christianity, mm. yep. which uh, was one of the first books I read upon thinking about becoming a Christian, and and was so uh, formative in the understanding of what surrender looks like. Like mm-hmm. he has this section on surrender, where it's like you know. The, the the home builder doesn't just want to fix uh you know a thing here or there yeah like he wants to destroy the whole the old house and build a new one I mean those sorts of images were so powerful and understanding what Jesus was trying to do and disrupting my life yeah excellent Tim I'm gonna go another C.S. Lewis boom um a grief observed was a big oh, oh. My goodness yes and kind of dealing with grief but also through the lens of walking away from like watching him dismantle his faith and then rebuild it in a short book yeah through such a smart lens was i've i've read that a few times Mm. yeah this was this was after the death of his wife yeah and he he had a really weird um sort of romance with her and um but you can watch it with anthony hopkins yes Didn't didn't they make that movie with wasn't it yeah 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 yeah, Shadowlands. Oh, I didn't see that. Shadowlands. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about now, that. Now, Bonnie, have you read that one? Um, no. Oh wait. So what? No, I haven't. Maybe pieces. What's interesting? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just said maybe pieces of it, but I haven't read it in entirety. What's interesting is to read his earlier book, The Problem of Pain. Oof. So that's his theological work on evil. I've read that one. And then to read a grief observed after he'd actually experienced pain. Mm-hmm. And the two books are totally different. Yeah. And and that like juxtaposition of them is super, super compelling. Because there's some great points he makes in the problem of pain. But but like all that good knowledge doesn't help you, you know, when you're in the middle of just the absolute darkest of nights. Yeah. So all right, Bonnie, what do you got? Uh NT Wright. Which all All no. Uh, I'll do one now. Surprised by Hope was a big one Ooh. for me. Have you read oh. that? That's a good one. That was one of my. That's one of my five. Well, was surprised by hope. Was it? No, but <laughs> I was going to do some NT right, and so I might as well. No, um, NT really dismantles sort of the popular conception of heaven, yeah, and and hell and afterlife. Yeah, it's a good um, one. It is a it is a good one. Excellent choice, Bonnie. I'm going to throw out um, one. So I when I became a, a follower of Jesus. Everyone kept telling me, okay, read your Bible and learn to pray and share your faith and go to church. And it wasn't until I read the book Celebration of Discipline by Richard Oh, Foster yeah, that's a good one. That, that, I... that was my next one. You just oh! stole it from me. Was it? Was it, yep. Tim? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, was it on my phone right now? <laughs> <laughs> you too. Well, what did you? Oh, nice. So what did you like about it? I just, that's something that we have, Shauna, my wife and I, all, all the way back from like, dating or pre-dating what that book has been revisited in seasons of trying to to repractice each of those sections you know just all the different disciplines so it's just it's come up in, in different forms of ministry where we're trying to kind of re refocus whatever ministry we were a part of it always came back to practicing disciplines that's yeah cool. i loved it i thought it was, it was a great book oh but good now I'll, now I'll find a different book oh i'm sorry well let me add one more sentence while you're looking <laughs> um, I would, what I never understood, there was one sentence in that book that changed my life. And that sentence was, and I'm not going to quote it exactly, but the idea was what, what, like, 
the spiritual disciplines do is that they open you up to the grace of God. They're channels of grace. Yeah. They're not meritorious. They're not grinding effort, but they open you up for grace. And I thought, okay, that, that made total sense about why it is then that I can fully believe that I am righteous and holy in God's sight and want to be changed and transformed. And how do you do that? And so it was super, super impactful for me. That's cool. Tim, you want me to skip you and go to Bonnie real quick? No, I'm trying. I just can't. I, I remember uh, The Cost of Discipleship being a big book, Bonhoeffer. Oh, yeah. That was mine. That was my next one. I don't remember a lot of the one. details. <laughs> was it? Good, I like it. That we're bleeding over on each other. That <laughs> was. That was one of my. I read that in seminary, and then I kept it and have read it like twice since then. It's so good. What, what do you like about it? Um, well, he, you know, because he kind of gets, he's kind of, I think, misunderstood sometimes um, as being just like a mm. pacifist and different stuff. But the way he talks about discipleship as sacrifice and as loving the other, it's really good, especially when given his time in history and it still yeah, applies no to now. Excellent. That's a good one. Excellent, excellent. All right, do you want another one, Bonnie? Yeah. Or are you just going to stamp that one? Um, I liked Tim Keller's Prodigal God. Ah, that's one I haven't read. What did oh, you like it's about good. It? Um, it you know he obviously does like a different take on uh, the parable of the prodigal son, but um, mm-hmm. so it's like a fresh take on that. But I like the way Keller approaches it. Anyway, he has like a good he has a way of doing like stories like that from a kind of a zoomed out view, and then zooms into like very specific parts. So I don't know. It woke the story up for me in a different way. Um, cool. So I liked it. That's a good one. Oh, that's really good. One more, I'll do one obscure one uh, on a popular level. It's called Breakthrough, which sounds totally Tony Robbins. <laughs> um, but it's actually Joel Olsen. No, it's not. Um, this is a guy, and I don't, it may be renamed something now because I had an old copy, but this is a South African vineyard theologian. The, the, uh, on my academic list, there, there's a guy named George Eldon Ladd, L A D D who um, who revolutionized the way I see theology. Mm. And this book, writ- written by a guy named Derek Morphew, M-O-R-P-H-E-U, I think, um, took Ladd's work and popularized it. And was um, and so, so I read Ladd first and then this one and went, oh, this is a really good summary of, of what Ladd had kind of argued with some tweaks. That's and cool. it's really, it's really, really good about um, the kingdom being now and not yet. Yeah. Um, something called inaugurated eschatology where Jesus has come and he is coming. And so we live in this tension where we celebrate the victory of Christ, but we mourn the fact that sin and evil and death are still at work in the world. And it's just really, really helpful summary of that. That's cool. Boom. All right, Tim, one more. Uh, you know, I... I liked um, later, or when this when uh, Blue Like Jazz came out, I enjoyed it because I'd never heard some. I felt like he spoke in my language, Donald Miller. Donald Miller. And so Back after going day. through, after going through like those, you know, when you're coming up through high school and college, and you have to read a lot of Philip Yancey and Max Lucado and a lot of those guys. Reading Donald Miller was like we're so refreshing. It just felt, it just felt refreshing, and then, then he, how open he was with a lot of his struggles in that. Yeah, was yep. was encouraging for me at that point, whenever really that was good. early early two thousands maybe or I don't remember when that came out. Sure. What about you, B? Last one. Last one. I just read this one uh, a few months ago, but I liked it. 
um, ends, how the Bible actually works. Yeah. I liked wisdom. it. Yeah. For about pointing towards wisdom. Um, and his footnotes are funny. So if you think it sounds boring, it's actually pretty funny, the book. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bonus. That's ends. Yeah. There you go. And All what right, are you ladies. reading now? What book are you reading now? Me? Yeah, both of you. Well, I just finished Harry Potter series. And <laughs> I am also reading this one, The Art of Spiritual Direction. It's really good. Whoa. And then What is the Bible by James Kugel? I'm reading that one too. That one's good. Ooh. Nice. I'm reading uh, Reappearing Church by Mark Sayers. Uh, he and uh, my buddy John Mark host this Cultural Moment podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, it's really, oh my goodness, really good stuff. I'm reading a book by Alan Hirsch and Mark Henderson called uh, Reframation, playing on oh, Reformation. Cool. And yeah. I'm interviewing them next week, so I'm reading that book. And then, um, man, there's one. Let me let me try to, well, I don't remember what it is, but it's, it's huge. It's massive. On my list. It's, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I don't know where it is. Okay. On my list to read, have you read this, Blue Parakeet by McKnight? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't read it. You'll, you will breeze through that. He, he has a couple... He has a couple chapters. You will really breeze through that. But there's a couple chapters at the end about First Timothy oh. and um, arguing for the fact that the, the First Timothy 2 passage where women are to be silent is, is very much a cultural and very specific to Timothy. So it's actually, I've given that away. That's actually a helpful introduction for people. Oh, nice. To kind of reading the Bible not as um, a repository of law or uh, doctrine. But yeah. It's a blue parakeet. Blue the Blue Parakeet by Scott yeah. McKnight. And the other one yep. that's on my list that a listener told me to listen to and I bought it and have not read it and I saw that you haven't read it either is by Jersack. Her Gates Will Never yeah. Be Shut. Yes, that is uh, the uh, is that a universal that's a universalist. Yeah, Hope right? Hell and the New Jerusalem and people like Peterson's on well, of course, Eugene Peterson's on the back Brueggemann, but I'm like just I've never read anything about that theology right. so i'm want to at least see what it says bonnie listen you don't need to read it because love wins okay there. and you know that <laughs> i have not read love wins either that's the end <laughs> all right well that was um that was 20 minutes so we gotta we gotta move on um so anyway uh join us <laughs> next time for another thrilling installment of mike bonnie and tim answer listener questions <laughs>